pull up a chair. This is going to be really good. This is Anita Joyce here with Kelly Wilkness, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks. And today's episode is Decorate Like a Pro, Dining Room Edition. And it is the time of year when we're having people over, and it's kind of time to think about how your dining room looks. And if you want to do any work on it, you might want to do it now before your friends come over. (laughs) Yeah, don't do it while your friends are there, unless they're handy. And then definitely do it when they're there. We love setting a beautiful table, but there's so much more to your dining room being beautiful than just what's on your table. So today we're going to go deep into all of that. We've got a lot of info for you and inspiration. And I think Anita even has a few actual pieces to share. But before we get into that, I wanted to share something that I haven't even told my friend Anita, so I thought I'd tell you all at the same time. I'm super excited about this. I got you see how she treats me? I don't really get a heads up on anything. (laughs) You know why? Because life is just so busy. We hardly have any time to actually just talk. I just talked to you a couple of days ago, but go ahead. I know. We were recording another (laughs) podcast. (laughs) So I got invited to be a host on a brand new app. It's called Tucasa. And it's a premium live shopping app on your phone. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I just really got rolling. I've done a couple. I didn't want to share the first one because I was a little awkward with getting the live going. I wasn't sure if I was really on. (laughs) So I thought I'd wait till I got a few more uh, attempts under my belt before I shared it. But I'm super excited about it. I think it's going to be really great. So it's an app that you can download to your phone. And there I am. And there are uh, several other women also doing their own lives. So we're talking to you for about, you know, I talk a lot. So it's supposed to be like 15 minutes. I'm usually like even pushing 20, 25 minutes. But now it's, you're shocking me. You're shocking me. I know. It is surprising. Once I get rolling, you know, I just can't stop. But it's a live presentation of some of these beautiful products that have been curated by this wonderful woman who's working with Tucasa, and she's got a fabulous taste. And I'm also working in, and all the other hosts also, working in tips and ideas and inspiration. So it's kind of like a little bit of what we do here because I'm sharing tips. Like the last one I did was table setting. So I had seven different tips, and then I'm showing you beautiful products. So I hope everybody would take a moment to check it out. You can download it to your phone. And I also have a a special discount code for you if you are interested in any of the products, but I would love you just to check it out and give me some feedback. What do I look like on there? Because doing the podcast, you don't have to get ready. You don't have to do your hair or anything. That's why we love it. So I'll have the link to Tucasa in the show notes. So it's tucasa.live slash Kelly, and it's T-U- C-A-S-A, but the link will be in the show notes. And then if you join, you can also get 15% off your first purchase. So you'll see that when you get in there. But you know, check it out. Check me out. Check out the other hosts. And I'd love to get your feedback. So honestly, as you know, friends and listeners, if you had any thoughts about how uh, what you thought or could it be better or whatever, shoot me an email. I'd appreciate it. Oh, I'm so excited. I am going to go download that as soon as I can because I can't wait to see it. So can we see the old lives or only when you actually literally are live? 
They have kept them on there for a little while. So I think today the one I did on the 5th is still on there. So they keep the full length on there for a few days thereafter. And then they kind of edit it up where it's just shorter little segments, like highlights from it. Oh, okay, and, good. Yeah. And then there's, you know, they're just getting going. It's a startup. So it's you know pretty interesting what they're doing. You know, it's just a different way to shop. Like, you know, people don't go to department stores or malls so much anymore or no, even. I mean, this is this is QVC for your for your phone. Yeah, but cooler. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course it is because you're on there. Hello. Pretty much. Oh, I didn't want to say that, but OK, I'll take I'll it. I'll say it. Oh, my goodness. So anyway, yeah, it's been really fun. So check it out. See what you think and let me know. So today, as uh, we told you, Anita and I would love you to pull up a chair and join us in the dining room for all things uh, dining room and how to wow them over the holidays with your dining room and your table. I mean, the first thing that you're going to think about is how are you going to use this room? Are you doing double duty? Is this also a home office? Are the kids doing their schoolwork there? And I really think that's the first place to start before you even think about the design. What's going to be going on in this room? Because, you know, I know a lot of people that they have, you know, visions of sugar plums in their head. They're going to, you know, do these elegant dinner parties. But, you know, the reality is just the dog bowls in there and the kids <laughs> You know, so it's good to dream. Yes, well, it's nice to dream, but then you want, you know, you want to make sure it's not too fancy, and then you know the dog is getting stuff all over your silk cart curtains, and you know, so forth and so on. So that really is the first thing to thing to think about is how are you going to use the room, and you can still kind of upgrade a little bit, but you have to keep that in mind. Absolutely. Uh, And I have an idea later on how how to really make the room spectacular, not only for dining, but also for a multi-purpose room. So before we get into the fantastic and the fabulous, let's just get through some of the dimensions that are good to keep in mind with regard to a dining room. Because unlike you know, maybe the living room or some other room, like a family room, some rooms that can be a little bit more casual. It's pretty important to get your dimensions correct in the dining room. You don't want the table too high for people like me who are only 5'3 and a half or three quarters, depending on the day. And you don't want to have the chair seat too high or too low. You almost want to feel like Goldilocks when they come into your dining room. And you want to get the lighting right. And a lot of that has to do with how high the chandelier is or the light fixture is off your table. You know, while you're talking about that, keep in mind too, if you have an antique table, and sometimes it's not even an antique table, but if you have that apron under Mm. your table, then you really, I think you need to have enough room for someone to cross their legs under the table. Wouldn't you agree with that? I think you're so right. And that might not be something that someone even considers, particularly if you're buying it online, you might not even get to see an image of that part of the table. Mm-hmm. So you might be surprised. And Anita, since you're our defining lady, uh, let everybody know what the apron is in case they don't know what we're talking about. Well, that's that little piece underneath the table that that if it's too, if the table's too low, that's what your knees knock into. <laughs> right. So sometimes it's de- purely decorative. Other times, maybe it's something that's actually support, helping to support the table. But, uh, you know, if it's there, you can't take it off. It's not a removable thing. So, I mean, so you just kind of need to keep in mind, if it's a new table, I mean, if it's not an antique, it's probably going to be fine. 
But mm-hmm. some of these older tables, there is a problem. I mean, one of the things you can do is put maybe the casters on it to lift it up and see mm. if you can lock them in place. Or if they're on a rug, then that'll probably keep it in place so it's not moving around. But that's one thing. And I actually have an antique table. I have the same problem on my porch, and I actually uh, cut some pieces of wood that kind of look are the same color as the table and snuck them under the, the feet. And you really, it's really hard to even notice that they're there. But it made a big difference. I love that fix, the casters or the extra pieces of wood. And I'm thinking too, as you were saying that you could buy little bun feet and things like that, you know, so maybe something that might go with the leg of your table or something that, you know, if your table's simple, maybe you went out a little something. If you need that, I think that's a great solution. So let me just run through some of these uh, various dimensions that you might want to keep in mind. So Generally, a table is somewhere between 28 and 30 inches tall. So that's from the floor to the top of the table. Usually, I'm thinking it's closer to 30 than 28. But again, it could be a vintage or an antique table. And then your chair seat, to be commiserate with that normal size table, should be somewhere in the range of 17 to 19. And really, the sweet spot there is 18. So that would be the from the bottom of the leg to the top of the seat. Now, it may vary a little bit if you have an upholstered chair. So when you're measuring it, and then when someone actually sits on it, it might squish a little bit. So there's a little bit of play there. But you don't want someone to feel like they're... A, a kid at the grown-up table that it's just you know that's how I feel my outdoor table which there's so little solution for but I'll fix you know we'll figure that out on another day then the chandelier or the, uh, the lovely light fixture you may have or you should have over your table 30 to 36 inches off the top of the t- table depending on the ceiling height so generally if you've got an eight foot ceiling 30 inches off and if you've got say a 10 foot ceiling 36 inches off. So you're going to increase it by three inches for every foot that your ceiling increases. So you got to do a little math there. Right. But if it's a cathedral type ceiling... Yeah, then it's... Uh, then, then you can go higher than, than the 36. Yes, so just definitely. Kind of, I, and rather than so many feet for the height of the ceiling, I mean, I would just kind of back up and just kind of see what looks good at that point. Yes, yes. If you've got an extremely high ceiling, I would do it by eyeball and how it feels. You know, mm-hmm. you do it, have someone sit at the table, stand back, look at it. But these are just general dimensions and just you know, to keep in mind. While you're talking about that, that's another thing to think about because... A lot of times the light fixtures in the center of the dining room, but if you put a buffet or a china cabinet or something against the wall, then your table is not going to be centered under the light fixture anymore, which kind of drives me nuts. I'm starting to twitch. (laughs) I don't like that either. So I actually had them offset mine when we had the house built because I knew that that was going to bother me. But if you're stuck with it, you can always do a long long chain if Mm -hmm. it's on a chain and swag it over, you know, a foot or whatever you need to. You're just full of good solutions today. (laughs) I try. You really are. So now I'm sure we'll talk about rug as a design element later on. But here we're talking about the rugs with respect to the size. So say you have, and again, these are general, you know, depending on the size of your, the shape of your rug and things like that, it may vary. You know, mileage may vary. But this is just general. So the table for eight, usually a nine by 12 will work. Table for six, eight by 10. Table for four, you could do it eight by 10 or a six by nine. Or you could do a round if you've got a a round table for four. So an eight foot round would be appropriate. Really what you're going for is four feet longer and wider than your table. 
because you want to be able to have the chairs not only sit close to the table, but you want people to be able to slide the chair out, get in and out. They don't want to, you know, they they can't vaporize to get into the seat. So then you need about 18 to 24 inches for the chairs to slide in and out comfortably and yet stay on the rug because you really don't want two legs on and two legs off. That's uncomfortable. Or when you pull the chair out, it's not on the rug anymore. That That's an awkward look. Yes. So those are my dimensions. And if you need to re-listen to copy those down, go right ahead. But maybe we'll even stick those in the show notes if we get to have a little time for that. <laughs> <laughs> not making any promises on that, but no, that's a good idea. <laughs> Uh, You know who does the show notes, right, everybody? (laughs) Not me. (laughs) Uh, Yes, that's true. So uh, the other thing, so once you've kind of kept these uh, dimensions in mind, you've thought about how you're using the room, I think the next step is to put that Pinterest board together. Start looking online on Pinterest and look at some dining rooms and see which ones really appeal to you because there's so many different looks you can have. You can have a neutral look. You can have bold color, you know, pastels. You can have lots of pattern, you know, contemporary, uh, boho. There's just so many different looks and it really is good to have some inspiration photos. So you kind of know the direction you're going. You don't want to be schizophrenic in your approach. So I think you kind of want to have a cohesive feel, you know, just a really well-defined idea of kind of the overall look you're going for. Now, it may be that you kind of saw a table that you really like, and it's, you're just not going to be able to get that table or your table doesn't look like that. That's okay, but it's just kind of kind of your goal or just something to kind of look for when you're out looking for things. So I think it's really has a lot of, there's a lot of value in doing that Pinterest board because it does kind of help you narrow down and say, okay, this is what I want my room to kind of look like in general. Yes. Oh, and always such fun to do that. I want to talk about the furniture that I would like to see in a dining room, if possible. It may be a smaller room. You might not have room for everything and that's okay. These are just things to keep in mind when you're designing your dining room and you're deciding what to put in there. Obviously, a table and chairs, but you want to maybe break up the set, either different chairs, they don't all have to match, or the chairs are different from the table. Uh, A rug. I love to see a mirror in a dining room. And then something for serving, a horizontal surface. You could have a china cabinet. And gosh, we've talked in the past about different ways to really jazz up a china cabinet. That could be fun you know, to really work on and make it a very unique piece. Or maybe you have something that is older and you inherited it or you just love it and you can fill it with beautiful things if you've got the room for it. Obviously, the perfect place to put it. But you know what? Use the stuff that's in it. And we can talk about that too. But Let's talk about the table for a second. Well, can we? I wanted to back up while you're still talking about sure. the furniture in general. Yeah. And uh, because I see this happen, uh, sometimes people end up putting, well, sometimes I think the room feels a little bare to them. So they yeah. start, what do they do? They start filling up the corners with chairs and furniture right. and a little mm-hmm. table here and a little tray there and a little something here. And that is not uh, going to be the look you're going to want to have. I think if you're. <laughs> You're so kind the way you put that. Mm, maybe not. I, maybe not do, the look you want. No, you, no, you do no. not want this room overloaded with furniture. I, that's not you. You really want the focus on the table, on a buffet or something behind it, and whatever is above uh, that piece. That piece back there, and then maybe your light fixture. 
the table and chairs. That's that's really what you want mainly in that room. So I mean, you can if it's a big room, you can maybe sneak in a little something extra. But I would be very careful about overloading the room with furniture. And while I'm saying that, I think people get into trouble wanting to add all this stuff because the room looks bare. Why does the room look bare? Because the table is probably too small. So that's mm. really something to think about and make sure that your table is sized for your room because that I think is really the root of the problem. Wow. Getting to it. Okay. I agree. And that room, that room being the dining room. Yes. People tend to put stuff in there because it feels that like it's bare. You're absolutely right. Because if you just have a table and some chairs and maybe one other piece of furniture, like, hmm, I don't know about this. But we're going to talk about design elements later on in the episode that are going to wow the space, make it feel super full and make it feel interesting. So, you know, you just got wood on wood with a little more wood and then maybe some plates. It's just not going to feel like it's enough. But I agree with Anita. Just don't keep willy-nilly adding other pieces of furniture or just like random extra stuff. Something that happens too is like if you have a table with leaves and you're using maybe the chairs that came with it, you've got a whole lot of chairs that you're not using on a regular basis. And so then they become timeout chairs against the wall, (laughs) which, you know, can kind of look interesting. I've seen that look good. That's not always bad. It's not always bad, but, you know, if if you're going to have chairs just against the wall, they should be little kind of interesting, like Frenchies or little accent chairs You're not that are not part of the set. I don't love the part of the set being a timeout chair. I don't really. I, well, if you've got a buffet there, I can see having a, an extra chair on either side. If you have the extra chairs, you don't know where to put them. Uh, I'm, I'm fine with that look. But again, it really kind of depends. I mean, if it looks overdone, overcrowded, then no. Yeah. Also, because there's just so much hard surface in a dining room generally. You know, it's mostly wood or you know, maybe you have a more modern table. It might be metal or cement or something. Like You're still dealing with a lot of hard surfaces. And then you're keeping other chairs that are maybe wood. And it just seems like a lot of hard surface. So I'd rather take those out and break it up or maybe change those chairs and make those chairs something else. But I'm getting a little into the weeds on that. Let me back up and talk about the table. Now, you just said, which I think is a great point, that the table may be too small for the space. So that's Mm -hmm. why people are feeling like, whoa, you know, this is kind of floating around in here. Mm -hmm. While I agree with you, and again, it's general because we don't know what size your dining room is and we don't know what size table you have. But on, on the flip side of that is that you don't have to have a gigantic table with all the leaves in it if, you're, if your room can't handle it. So I think it plays both ways. There are two sides to that coin, well, right? It just, so, it should, well, I think it should be sized appropriately. Right. And if, and, and if it's a table that has like, I mean, my old dining room table with the leaves in stretched out to 12 feet. Mm. I mean, that just looks weird. I mean, most of the time. So right. I, I wouldn't do that. Right, right. Yeah, so I just, just yeah, so I, you're right. I mean, you want it too big and you don't want it too small for your space. I think it needs you to, wanted to work. Just you want it right. just right. There Didn't I go. mention Goldilocks already today? Hey, this <laughs> is a great time for me to jump in and let you all know who is bringing decorating tips and tricks to you today. We are so excited to share our new brand sponsor with you. It's Lush Decor. Like us, Lush Decor inspires your inner designer with curated looks and carefully crafted collections that take the guesswork out of styling your home. 
They're a one-stop shopping destination that offers so many gorgeous products for every room. No matter your style, Lush Decor has something or some things really wonderful waiting for you. I have some amazing things waiting for me, as does Anita. I cannot wait for the cozy Sherpa pillow covers to come, the ticking stripe runner, the gingham check round pleated pillow, which you just must see, and this toile throw. I love everything at Lush Decor, and I can't wait for my box to show up. Now you can visit Lush Decor and receive a fantastic savings off your order. So head to lushdecor.com slash podcast and use the promo code decorating to save 35% off your order. The promotion does exclude all bundles. Can't wait to see what you get. And you know what? I'm going to put an image of this gingham check round-eyed pleated pillow that I'm swooning over in Vodacast, so check it out there. Make your holiday shopping a breeze and give everyone what they really want and deserve, a better night's sleep with bowl and branch sheets. We spent one-third of our lives in bed, so pure organic cotton sheets from Bowl and Branch are truly the perfect gift. Signature hem sheets are their best seller. I have a set in white, and truly, they are the best cotton sheets I have ever slept on. Buttery soft, 100% organic cotton in a range of colors, toxin-free, and fair trade certified. So treat yourself and your loved ones to the new standard embedding from Bowl and Branch. Their gifts come wrapped and ready in their special holiday packaging. Order by December 19th for guaranteed delivery by Christmas. And get up to 20% off your order from November 12th through November 17th. So get right on it with promo code DTT at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl. B-O-L-L and branch dot com using the promo code DTT. See site for details and exclusions may apply. Hello, Bonafide, and so glad you're here. Bonafide offers natural solutions for a woman's perfectly natural symptoms. Bonafide's mission is to provide women with naturally powerful remedies to safely treat the natural symptoms that occur throughout their lives, from PMS to menopause, postmenopause, and everything else along the way. Bonafide believes every woman deserves relief without compromise. No hormones added and no prescription needed. You can receive 20% off your purchase when you subscribe to any product at hellobonafide.com using the code DTT for 20% off. That's Hello Bonafide, H-E-L-L-O-B-O-N-A-F-I-D-E.com. Use the code DTT for 20% off. Bonafide believes every woman deserves relief without compromise. And the clickable link will be in our show notes. Woodstock Chimes, the world's favorite wind chime, is also everyone's favorite holiday gift. Woodstock Chimes is the first wind chime tuned to specific notes. They look pretty and sound amazing. So amazing that they are known as finely tuned musical instruments played by the wind. Besides wind chimes, Woodstock Chimes offers tabletop chimes, fountains, bells, sun catchers, and even a seven-foot-long chime. Many items can be personalized by Woodstock Chimes engravers and silk screeners. Chimes are tuned to scales and melodies from so many cultures and composers like Mozart and Beethoven. Beautiful sound is so calming and restorative. So give the gift of music, 
beauty, and calm this season. So head to Chimes.com and use the code DTT for 15% off Woodstock Chimes. That's head to Chimes.com using the code DTT for 15% off. How are you feeling today? If the answer is anything less than great, it's time to learn more and demand better for your body. Take control of your health and your well-being with an at-home lab test from EverlyWell. EverlyWell offers affordable at-home lab tests that give you trusted, physician-reviewed results. You can choose from tests including food sensitivity, metabolism, sleep and stress, thyroid, and more. EverlyWell ships your tests straight to your door with everything you need for a simple sample collection. Return the test to a certified lab with a prepaid shipping label. Then your physician-reviewed results and insights are sent to your device in just days. Over 1 million people have trusted EverlyWell with their at-home lab testing, including me. I took the metabolism test. I started a new workout program. I wanted to see if I was jump-starting my metabolism. The test was easy to use, quick, and I received really useful information. EverlyWell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash DTT. That's everlywell, E-V-E-R-L-Y-W-E-L-L.com slash DTT for 20% off your at-home lab test. Millions of people have improved their mental health and their outlook on life with the help of BetterHelp. BetterHelp is convenient, affordable, and professional online counseling. It is not self-help. If you're suffering from anything that's impeding your happiness, whether it be job stresses, family issues, grief, anything that is stopping you from living your best life, the counselors at BetterHelp can assist you in getting back on track and being the best you you can be. BetterHelp is there for you day in, day out, because it's online counseling. So take charge of your mental health like so many millions of others have already done. Head to BetterHelp, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash D-T-T to receive 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp dot com slash D-T-T for 10% off your first month. The next thing, once we're talking about the table, let's talk about what's going on the wall behind the table because that's probably going to be your focal point is whatever is above on the wall above the table when you look straight into the dining room and that could be a mirror or artwork and you know a mirror is traditional it's great for reflecting the light and i think it's a wonderful element to have in your room but if you don't want a mirror i think this is a great place to choose some really bold beautiful artwork I think the key with a mirror or artwork is you cannot go too small. And just like we talked about, you don't want a lot of little furniture in the dining room. You don't want a little, a lot of little pieces of art on the walls. I think you're going to want one big piece or a, a set of, of prints that go together above that buffet and maybe a few other pieces in the room, but you do not want stuff just plastered all over the walls. For some looks, you can do it, but for most dining rooms, I think that's not going to work. Yeah, I don't like the idea of having a gallery wall or just a lot of different things on the wall in the dining room. I think it should be one large piece or a mirror. I 100% agree with that. It just seems too busy to have that. Uh, You want it to be a calming space and a place where 
you're going to enjoy food and conversation. So I don't wouldn't want a whole lot of distraction, but I would want something that was kind of interesting. So if it's a mirror, I always think a mirror is a great choice, but make it an interesting mirror and make it super large, which in and of itself will make it interesting. Something you can do if you can't find a mirror that is big enough for your dining room is you can just have a piece of mirror cut from a glass shop. There are probably glass, little glass shops, mom and pop glass shops in every town or the town over from you. Have them come out, measure, they can affix it right to the wall. And then if you're handy or someone you know is handy, you can have them come over and and just create some molding to trim it out. So you're in effect making your own mirror to the exact size that you need. I did that in my prior house in San Marino and it was great. It completely changed the room. I had two narrow windows on either side. I had a very low buffet and it was not a, a wide room. It wasn't even really that long, but it was definitely more rectangular than uh, uh, in shape. So I had a long table, not a lot of space for a lot of other things. The mirror completely transformed the room. You could see everything. And my dining room was across the hallway, entryway, and then across from it was the living room. So you could actually see the living room reflected in the mirror. And that was nice any time of year, but particularly at Christmas when we were sitting there to eat, you could see the Christmas tree in the mirror. So it just did so much for that room. I highly recommend that. And it's really not that expensive to have it cut exactly to the size you want. So I'm curious to know, how wide was this mirror? How wide was this mirror? Well, gosh, I don't really remember off the top of my head, but it had to been seven feet. Oh, wow. Okay. This really was much larger than you would be able to find in the store. Yeah. It ran the whole length, just a little shy of this long uh, buffet, which I, I don't, calling it a buffet is not right. It was like a low dresser that I got at a consignment store. So this dresser must have been much smaller than the mirror. It was lower and no, super long, super long. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I think it was something that someone probably would have had in an office because it felt like the drawers were kind of almost like ones you would have files in. It kind of been like oh. a like, for a lawyer's office or something. Oh, okay. It was super long. Did, you must have left that piece of furniture there or sold it. I did leave it there <laughs> with the mirror because they loved it. Oh, there you go. That was something that I did to to great effect in that dining room because it just wasn't that interesting of a room. And there was a big arched entryway. There just wasn't a lot of room for art. And so this did so much to the room. So if you've got a dining room like that where it's really not closed off to itself and maybe you wouldn't want to be seeing a necessarily piece of art when you're looking through, the mirror is great because it it reflects the light while you're in it. And then it's bringing the different elements of your house you know, into the dining room. I think that's a wonderful idea. And while we're talking about the walls and putting art or a mirror on there, I wanted to talk about something you can do in this room because this is a a kind of a, in general, kind of a closed space. There's, it, it usually it's not an open concept dining room. So, I mean, this is a room where you could put some wallpaper, put a real bold color on the walls, or even do just like we talked about, maybe just one that main wall with the wallpaper, I think that would be fine. But this is this is really, you know, we talked about the trends recently and how wallpaper is in, color is in. So this is a great place to put that is in your dining room because there's usually not a lot of other pattern and fabric in there. So it's a great place to do that if you're wanting to add uh, some pattern and some beautiful wallpaper. There's so many fun things that you can do in a dining room. 
because it's a special room most of the time. I know we've been, people have been working in there and doing things like that lately, but you know, it is a room where you celebrate occasions. It's a room that maybe it's not something you use every single day, but we encourage you to use it as much as possible, but you can kind of amp it up, right? You can turn the dial up a little bit. It can be a little bit more dramatic. So think about how that might work in your whole house and with the flow of your whole house. And if, if your house can take it or if you're interested in trying something new, try it in the dining room. I think it's a perfect place. How about a mural? There are such beautiful murals. I don't know if you've seen those murals that are, they're hand-painted, but on paper. I can't mm-hmm. remember the name of the company, mm-hmm. but if I, if I find it, I remember it. We'll put that in the show notes. Super high-end, super expensive, but that can be an inspiration for si- finding something else, whether it's a wallpaper or whether it is uh, one of their adhesive murals that are removable, that could be so cool. So you could do that on the wall as art, and then maybe put a mirror on top of that, depending on what the design was like. I'm not a giant fan of the treating the wall in the dining room as like a half wall, you know, because a, a lot of times, particularly maybe, I don't know, many, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, the chair rail with the paint on the bottom or something on the bottom and then something different on the top. I'm not a giant fan of that. I'd kind of like to see the whole wall done, whether it's a painting, um, painting a special color, or whether you're doing some special wallpaper or, as I'm saying, a mural maybe on one wall. So if you have a chair rail, think about that. I don't, I don't like splitting anything. Maybe it's because well, I'm short. Like, I do like, like to, to wear one color, you know, because <laughs> well, I, I look yeah. taller. Um, no, I'm short-waisted. I have the same problem. But but wainscoting, I mean, that's what I have. I really like that. It's not just the chair rail or the dado rail. Right. The center, oh, there you but, go. Yeah, but it's, but it's the And whole, then what do you, you have paint. above it? I just painted wall, you know. Right. And is it painted the same color? No, but it's a, it's a slight difference. Right. But it's, it's a slight a difference. difference. Yeah, no, it's no, not no, like it's you not have persimmon on the bottom no. and you know some kind of wallpaper on the it's top. a very subtle difference right. right so it kind of has that you know uh, look of, of being pretty similar but what i was going to say is i got uh, some wonderful wallpaper from pasted paper oh you did get it which design well, did you get well a couple of them i'm gonna have to go look and see which ones i got but one of them was the for i got we got for evie was the one that has the black background with the floral floral the flowers on it I love that one. I'm thinking about doing my mm-hmm. the barn bathroom in that one. Well, it's gorgeous. So I have the paper. We haven't had a time to sit together and kind of decide what all we were doing. I actually have some hat boxes or some other boxes, too, that I'm going to use some of the paper to put on it. Mm-hmm. Some of the, the William Morris one that's got the green leaves on it. Love it. Right. But, but we're going to. But for Evie, I think we decided we're going to take the wallpaper and frame it. And then ah. put Put that's three pieces on the idea. wall. But that's what you could do. And, you know, you've done the framed wallpaper yeah. in your house. So yes. that is something you can do, too, is, especially if you did a big panel of it. You yeah. could wallpaper a big, uh, you know, piece of wood or, um, you know, foam core or something. And yes. then just put a little frame around it. And that would be beautiful in there. And I also That's a did... great idea. I did do that. I forgot about that. I have those giant yes. long panels. They're at least six feet long, the ones that I did. Exactly. So you could do that. And I also found a piece of artwork that I think would be so beautiful and peaceful. And you'll have to look at it. I'll, I'll link to it in the show notes. But mm-hmm. I found some artwork that I think would just be so beautiful in a dining room, it's restful, it's interesting, and I think it would go with just about any style in there. 
Oh, you're teasing us. We all have to go mm-hmm. look. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely do that. Mix your materials in your dining room too. As I was saying before, there's oftentimes, again, generalization, but lots of wood, wood floor, wood table, wood chairs, mix it up. Maybe put in some upholstered chairs at either end, our metal chairs or a bench made of some other material. Just, it's okay to mix metals. It's great. Big thumbs up on mixing metals anywhere. So definitely you can do that in your dining room to add some more interest. Here's what I was saying uh, earlier when I alluded to having an idea about making it more of a multi-purpose room. But I think even if you only use this for dining and you did this, I think you're going to like this, Anita. We've talked about this before, is lining the walls or at least one wall with bookcases and just making the bookcases Really beautiful, styling yes, them really well. Yes, that's what I was well. talking about yeah. with the billies that were right. the, that are, have the glass doors. Love it. I look. I checked. Those They're out sold after out you now, so I'm not going to be able to do Thanks it. Thanks a lot, Anita. Yeah, you could have told me that on the side. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew I knew better than to mention them before I bought mine. <laughs> oh, so you did? Did you get them? Are they no, coming? I didn't get them. They're gone. Oh, you didn't get them yet. Oh no, I okay. know. Well, right. that's fine. Well, but look that what you do for everyone. Just share, well, share, share. I do. I just It's just all about the love, the love for the people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but that is a great look. And you just keep your eyes open because, you know, uh, Ikea is going to get them back in eventually. And they'll be great. And those were super inexpensive. So you could definitely use those. But they have some other ones, too. But I think that was really the best deal. And I liked it. The shelves go all the way to the floor. Oh, so yeah, they were great. Nice. I jumped right on their site after we recorded the other day. And yeah, I didn't order them. I didn't even check to see that I, I need to well, do some measurements. But now I know I don't have to rush back. Well, back actually, there. it may be regional. You may have them in your area, but I know oh. I can't order. I think it may just be that you have, if it's in stock at your store. Oh, I see. So okay. you, you may have them. Okay. But what a great thing to do. And really, in keeping with what we talked about in the recent trends episode, where there was that predominant theme of the English country vibe throughout mm-hmm. so many of the trends. And wouldn't that just be the coziest English country cottagey thing? Or you could even think it like a little bit more formal in a sense, depending on what type of books and what other things you had on the bookshelves. But I think bookshelves in a dining room is just dynamite. I do too. And while we're talking about that, let's talk a little bit about whatever this piece of furniture is going to be against that back wall behind the dining room table. Because Mm -hmm. the traditional thing is a china cabinet, which most people are not doing anymore. It's not really on trend. Not if you have it and you love it, keep it. Not saying it's wrong, uh, but it's not really so much on trend. But the thing I think to keep in mind, I mean, personally, I prefer kind of a buffet in general. So then you've got the, the serving surface, you've got a place to put two two lamps, two buffet lamps, and then you can use it for serving or some big display of whatever you want. So that's why I prefer that. But the other thing I like about the buffet is it tends to be longer, and I like something about the length of the table back there. I feel like it feels a little more balanced mm. if you do that, because if what you're putting back there is a skinny little narrow something, I think that's another one of those things that makes the room feel off. I think right. he wants something closer to the width of the table. Yes. And probably something that has some cabinets in front or solid somehow, rather than just something like a console table. That's how I kind of feel. And that's useful too, because then you could put 
maybe the serving pieces that you don't use all the time or a oh, china. storage is great. Yeah. An extra china set that you may or may not have. I don't know who has all of that laying around. Oh. <laughs> it's everywhere Guilty as charged, house. both of us. <laughs> and then some, uh, uh, something beautiful on your table at all times. It does not have to be fussy and fabulous and you don't have to have fresh flowers delivered on a weekly basis, but just something on there to soften it up. And you can leave it on there for a while. You could leave it on there for, you know, the whole summer if you had a summery type of theme or you don't want to be walking in there in uh, maybe April and you still have Christmassy stuff, obviously. But if you had something that you could easily put together that looked great and that was maybe your your backup, your fill-in between the seasons, I think that's a great thing to have. Maybe you store it in the bottom of that uh, break front or what have you, the extra piece of furniture you have in there and just take it out, whether it's a, a runner and a couple of candlesticks or just a lantern, maybe something with some height, maybe something in threes or maybe a bunch of candlesticks grouped together on a tray. Something that's easy to do, but always looks nice. It's going to add a lot of texture and interest to the room. And it's it's just lovely. And, and you could light the candles. You could have them on batteries, you know, because it make the room inviting, even if you're not in there dining. I think that's so true. And I think an oversized bowl, wood or otherwise, especially if it's filled with fruit, but it can even be empty. That looks great in the center of the table. But also, if you have a tray, whatever kind of tray appeals to you, put that there, maybe a stack of, I actually have on my table a silver tray with a stack of purple transferware dishes that are antique from France, of course, and then two silver candlesticks. And I think I have one other thing on there too. But, you know, you can just kind of have a a stack of, of dishes or just some of your favorite pieces there. And if you put it on a tray, you can go with some smaller pieces. If you just have one thing, you're going to want something larger. Sometimes people that like antiques have maybe a dough bowl on there, which is a large wooden bowl or kind of elongated. Uh, but, you know, you it needs to be sized, not mm. too small. You know, you want it kind of on the larger size, unless you have a grouping of things on a tray. But I think that's going to really make it look good. And then the other thing is, like you've been saying, Kelly, there's not usually a lot of fabric in this room. So you don't want all wood, 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 wood. So this is a great place to add some fabric to do a table runner on the table when you're not using it. The other thing I like to do is to buy, or not buy, but use an undersized tablecloth so that it's going or maybe it's just going the wrong way so that the ends of my table are exposed mm. and that's showing. my favorite part if i'm not doing a runner that's what me I do. too and that's it's kind of just a really updated fun look mm-hmm. because if you have a tablecloth on that covers the whole table that might look like you're getting ready to eat or it's kind of more of an older look so it, it turn it the other way expose the edge of the table and then you've got a very updated fresh look did you see what I have on my table right now on Instagram? I, I posted no. a little video of it. I, 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 can't, I can't turn away from a pumpkin. I just can't. So I just kept <laughs> buying all these pumpkins. And then it got to the point where I was like, okay, I have so many of these pumpkins. I, I'm just going to do this just like really lush pumpkin display on the table. But then, of course, I was like, oh, gosh, well, then I need to get three more because, you know, I need another medium and two smalls and whatever. But they're the fairy tale pumpkins. So they're in like that soft, amazing celadony green and like not oh. not super orangey, that sort of oh, really yeah. pale peach and the mm-hmm. white. Oh, my gosh. So I just 
I, I piled up, I think some, I don't even remember actually, you guys, what's under there. I think it's like three or four decor books. And then I put, uh, it's probably a shawl, like we talked about our big scarf that I've had. Mm-hmm. And so I threw that over just like you're saying, sort of sideways and scrunched it up a little bit. And so I put the most spectacular fairy tale pumpkin on top of the stack, but the stack is covered by the the scarf and then i just kept arranging them and letting them sort of spill out and then i put in a little oh. wheat here and there and then some seeded eucalyptus which i've had to replace once already but it's okay because yeah. that lasts a long time but it just looked a little sad after about 10 days but wow and i got mm. all the the pumpkins at trader joe's it's so fun i love walking by it uh and that was so easy and obviously so seasonal and i'll have to be so sad and compost my pumpkins yeah. at the end when christmas comes around but Super easy. I really enjoyed putting it together. And every time I would go to the grocery store, I was like a little kid whose mom would be like, you can pick one pumpkin. I was like, okay, I'm just one, one more place. Can I get two? <laughs> a public service announcement. I just went to, to Trader Joe's. Totally out of pumpkins. Totally out. Oh, wow. Pumpkins and the Billy bookcase you cannot get in Houston. <laughs> well, I'm telling Yes, I know. I mean, I'm telling you, there's a shortage. But jumping back to the bowl idea, I think that is just a fantastic tip. So picture you're doing this smaller tablecloth or scarf or stadium blanket or whatever you want to do on the side. You're exposing a little table. You have a really nice oversized bowl. Now, this could be crystal or wooden, like a big doble or pottery or even made out of rattan or wicker or something like that. A beautiful bowl, silver would be great. Mm -hmm. And then, like you're saying, it would look fabulous, empty. Maybe, maybe, maybe you put a candlestick on either end, something like that. But it's there. It's your decor hotspot, which I love talking about. And then in the summer, you fill it with lemons. In the fall, you fill it with baby pumpkins. In Christmas time, you fill it with pine cones or Christmas balls. And then, you know, carry on. Fill it in, whatever you love, right? The next time, maybe it's something for Valentine's Day or not. And then maybe Valentine's Day, you leave it empty because you don't have pink and red things. And you can just run through the whole year with one bowl. Super easy. Well, Always looks good. So you just reminded me, I just, it just occurred to me, I have a very oversized bowl. It's really a punch bowl sized bowl. Oh, that would be fun because I bet a lot of people listening somewhere might have a punch bowl or someone well, they you know could use has a, a punch bowl. bowl. <laughs> but mine is actually ceramic and it's a gray and white buffalo check bowl. Ooh. Wouldn't that be, I'm, but it's massive is what I'm saying. I think that would be great. And it's got an underplate. I think I'm going to go put that on my dining room table when we finish. <laughs> <laughs> and put my velvet pumpkins in it, maybe. I don't know. Oh, and we all know and are so envious of the number of velvet pumpkins you have. It's oh, a, you've got a bunch, too. Oh, not like, I have three. You have oh. like 300. <laughs> it's an embarrassment of riches is how many yeah, uh, velvet yeah. pumpkins you have, but we don't have to dwell on that. No, no, but apparently you haven't forgotten about it. No, I haven't forgotten because I look at that picture all the time. Every fall. So where are we at? Uh, well, I was just going to talk about lighting for a minute. Oh, great. Yes, very important. When you look in there, you really, your view in your dining room is going to be table, chairs, artwork, or whatever's on that wall, and your light fixture. 
it might make more of a change than you think to change it out. I've included a light fixture similar to what I have uh, in my dining room. It's it's the type, it's kind of a country French look, and it's got the wooden tassels on it and the wooden beads. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I love it. So I found one that's really inexpensive, I think, for what it is, because these can go into the thousands of dollars. But But this one was a good price. I think I found it on Overstock. And you can get the very odd 12% off. What you do with Overstock? <laughs> I don't get that, but okay. But if you go there and you look for something and then you're like, mm, I'll just wait a little while, they'll send you an email with 12% off. So <laughs> yeah, you, some can, their odd you can play that yeah. game with them. Uh, if you have a light fixture that maybe has the little shades on them mm-hmm. and you're getting tired of it, just take the shades off. That's true. You don't have to have those or jazz them up. Mm-hmm. Ballard change has them a, out. Yeah. Change them out. Ballard has a great selection of those little shades in, you know, sometimes cheetah print or palomino or, ze- you know, zebra fun. So maybe, yeah, try the look of just taking them off. If you don't like that, then you can, yeah, the leopard print sounds amazing. I think yeah. that would be fantastic. Yeah, that would be great. So I wanted to go back to the rug for a second too, because you were talking about the size of the rug. And I wanted to mention again, I mean, there's not a lot of fabric in this room typically so this is a great place to add pattern to add comfort and coziness with a rug uh, you can go with like a sisal or something uh, kind of neutral but i really like to use some pattern and color in there with whatever direction you're going even if you have kind of a neutral room i think this is just kind of a nice way to introduce some color that's not too much in your face it's kind of on the floor yeah i definitely think a rug in the dining room is a must i didn't have one for a long time for exactly the reason you mentioned i was like god i'm crawling under there picking up all kinds of stuff i don't really want to be vacuuming it all the time or or having to get it cleaned but at some point i got uh i got clued in on what a difference a rug makes. And I decided to go for it. I got a pretty inexpensive rug and it did last a long time. And sure, there sometimes there are messes, but you know, most of the time there aren't. And then your dining room looks really, really nice. So I'd go for it. Yeah. And this is also a great place to add curtains. I'm, I'm not a big fan of curtains everywhere because I think it can, I like the windows open where you can see out and I don't like too much fussiness on the windows. But for a dining room, again, I feel like it's it calls for it a lot of times. So I think this is a great place to consider some curtains if, you, if you're interested. And they'll add some warmth and some coziness to the room. Absolutely. Because think about it. There's not usually, unless you've got some upholstered dining chairs, and you know, if you're worried about a rug, you're definitely going to be worried about upholstered dining chairs. There's probably not a lot of opportunities in anyone's dining room for fabrics. and you really need it in the room. It's just not going to feel really comfortable and welcoming without some sort of textures and fabrics. And a great tip is to choose durable fabrics. There's no reason why you can't choose a velvet that's a performance right now Mm -hmm. or any other type of fabric that's a performance. Or even if you wanted to do Sunbrella, you can really get some fabrics that are going to be with you for the long haul and perform well for you and your family and you're not going to have to worry about them. Yes. And back to the chairs for a second, because I wanted to mention that I did select some chairs that I thought were beautiful and not, not a traditional chair, but more of a more casual 
easygoing chair that you could have in your dining room that are rattan, and I'll include the link to the ones I found. So these uh, I thought were really beautiful. It looks like they have a removable seat cushion, so you could cover these, and then if you got something on them, you could recover them, change them, wash them. I think that would be great, but they look very casual, but also very comfortable, and although the back is rattan, you could put a pillow back there. So I really like the idea of kind of mixing it up, and I love kind of making place unexpected places kind of a little more formal and formal places a little more casual so i think it's fun to get something like this that's more laid back in your dining room that in and of itself the chairs aside was just such a great tip that you said because isn't that true when you're making a spot that's the expectation is that it should be formal and when you're adding a material like rattan or something like that it just makes the room so much more interesting. And exactly, the flip is true as well. And you're doing something super casual, and then maybe you add in some, I don't know, sterling silver or some, something like that. It changes the whole thing. I love that. And I love rattan. So I'm going to check those out because <laughs> I love adding rattan in wherever I can, especially since Anita and I live in places that are warm a lot of the year. It's nice to have uh, materials like that mixed in with the darker or heavier woods. Are you ready for the DTT defines? I'm ready. All right. Well, today I thought we would talk about Amora Clock and what that is. Ooh, you love those. I know. I love them. But I think other people do too. Oh, you're not alone. Right. So Amora Clock, it's a type of long case clock made in a Swedish town called Mora. So it's... Kind of like a grandfather clock, only it's curved. Usually they're painted white or gray, and they're unlike a grandfather clock that you might find that's an English piece or a French piece or a German piece. These are very curved, and they're usually painted lighter gray, and they sometimes have other designs painted on them, maybe some hand painting. Uh, they are very expensive if you get the real thing, but you can buy reproduction pieces. Uh, but anyway, they, they began the production of these in the late 18th century, and their reproductions are made today. Mine is reproduction because I wasn't willing to pay the many thousands of dollars that I was going to have to pay for the real thing. And I wonder if you had the real thing, maybe the clock really wouldn't work, or you'd have to pay a lot more for the clock to be fixed. So yeah, maybe a reproduction is the way to go. Well, there's some a couple of people at Roundtop that sell them, and they are in fine working condition. I was trying to make you feel better about having a repro. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Because I think it's all about kind of just making these decisions. I mean, you're going, you have a certain budget and you're going to decide what I'm going to splurge on and what I'm not going to splurge on. And so I, I'm fine with that. And not being an expert on these particular types of clock at all, but when I've seen the reproductions, they look really good. Sometimes a reproduction is, uh, yeah, you look at it and you go, no, I don't think so. But I like this one fine. Because I think the simplicity of the lines maybe too, you make it easier to reproduce it and have it look really good. They're beautiful. So um, here's a place where we could add a, an image to Vodacast and a link so people could see what these clocks look like. And there's probably pictures from your home, Anita. So, you know, if <laughs> I'll you include can, it. Yeah. If you could share those in the show notes, I'll pop an image of Anita's home and her clock into Vodacast as well. And if you don't know what I'm talking about with Vodacast, it is this really cool new podcast player where you can listen to the podcast, but you can also see images and click through to links and, and see other images of things that we're talking about in 
you know, quote unquote, real time as we're talking because the images are time stamped. So you'll know in the episode and it will pop up when we're talking about these particular things. So it's a really kind of cool way to take in your podcast. And we're not obviously not the only podcast on there. So check it out. The link will be in the show notes to Vodacast and also the link to this particular episode on Vodacast. Well, my crush is just a continuing crush. We got introduced to Cozy Earth products when they, I think, came to me first on my Instagram and then they became sponsors of the show, uh, the podcast, and they sent us the sheets. We love them, right, Anita? Absolutely. Oh, love yes, them. absolutely. So I just got to, they, they're so sweet. They're such a nice company. They just out of the blue said, hey, do we, we want to send you a lounge outfit. I was like, yeah, baby. So he sent me this. Oh my gosh, the jogger. And then I got this crew neck, uh, like I, I hesitate to call it a sweatshirt because it doesn't feel like a sweatshirt. I mean, it's, you know, you just feel so mm-hmm. good on it's that bamboo material. So I got the matching. Of course, I picked my favorite Joy's color black. But <laughs> well, I have the black, uh, the night shirt and it is the softest thing. I mean, that I that's my favorite thing to sleep in. It Isn't is so, it though? Yes, yes. And they were nice enough to also give a code for me to share for everybody. So it's my soulful home 45. And guess what you're going to get off? 45%. Wow. Cozyearth.com and head to, and then use the code my soulful home 45. And you can get a matching outfit to me. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Twins Day. What's your crush? Food, of course. I love it. It's always so <laughs> reliable. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm always on the lookout for something healthy but delicious. So this is an oat milk. Uh, it's a barista oat milk called Oatsum. And I really like this because it just doesn't have anything. Some of them have all these additives in it. I'll include a link where you can buy this uh, on Amazon. But it's oat milk, organic oats, sunflower oil, and sea salt. And that's it. So this sounds good. Well, and this is their barista version. So we have a, you know, an espresso machine at home. And so we make cappuccinos all the time. And this foams like real milk. Oh, good to know. So okay. this is, they have a plain version and then the barista version. But honestly, I prefer the barista version because mm-hmm. it, the other version has other additives in it. You're keeping us clean and healthy, organized and all of that. Love it. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We certainly enjoyed it. And remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.